Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Feisty, fearless, and fair, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Well, if the country wasn't divided enough, I think it's about to get a lot worse. And there is a strong possibility that President Trump could be indicted in a matter of hours. That is stunning, guys. Think about it. The first time a former president could be indicted in a matter of hours. That is a stunning revelation. And to me, when you look at the case and you look at the DA, you look at all these things, you go, come on. And yet, it looks like this district attorney, Alvin Bragg, is full speed ahead. What are your thoughts, everybody? 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. To me, this looks so politically charged. It looks so timed because Alvin Bragg is clearly out to get President Trump. He clearly hates him every which way but loose. The Democratic Party clearly sees that President Trump is the leading contender on the GOP side. And a lot of polls show that it probably is going to be a Donald Trump versus Joe Biden. And at a time where there is so much going on with Joe Biden, look at all the stuff with Hunter Biden, all these discoveries that have come out with James Cover on the Oversight Committee. Comer is coming out and saying, he has bank records that show this. He has records that show that. Um, and he clearly is sort of hot on the trail of the Biden family members. And in the middle of all that, uh, it's like, well, maybe we can kind of uh, take a little bit of attention away and go after President Trump. Could this be a deflection move? And for sure, whatever it will do, it will absolutely divide this country further. I firmly believe that by doing this, it will also further create the standard of going after former presidents. It will continue the momentum that the Republicans started going after Trump for impeachment left and right. Well, guess what? Then you're going to see it on the other side, too. They're going to say, OK, well, let's bring up Biden. Let's bring up Hunter Biden. Let's look at criminal charges. Let's look at indictments. Let's look at impeachments. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. And if you thought America was divided right now, you ain't seen nothing yet. Can you imagine if they do decide to indeed, you know, indict President Trump and particularly after something like this, uh, this payment that was something to keep somebody quiet, a negotiated settlement to keep somebody quiet that they would have done whether he was running for president or not. And this is what. After all this time, it's like you're throwing darts. Let's try this one on Trump. Let's try this one on Trump. And to me, 
people who aren't even fans of President Trump have said publicly and said privately that they feel like this is an inflated case, that this is a stretch, and this is not the one that Alvin Bragg uh, should be counting his career on and the Democrats should be counting their presidency on. Uh, Because you know that this is all about politics. They just hate Trump, and they can't wait to try to find anything that they can. And so to me, this, I think, is a dangerous road, not just for the Democrats. It's a dangerous road for America because it is going to open the floodgates like you have never seen. And already we are seeing now people putting up the barricades. You see the NYPD in New York putting up barricades around not only Trump Tower, but they're also putting up barricades around the courthouse uh, anticipating that maybe there could be some protests or maybe if should Trump appear, he might end up doing it virtually from Florida. He's in Mar-a-Lago. Uh, there's definitely police protection down there as well as, of course, Secret Service down there because the Secret Service, of course, is with the president all the time. But this is already, I think, America in many ways, a bit of a tinderbox. And this may be a match. I mean, people are going to be so upset On both sides, many of them, there are so many independents, Democrats and others who say this is hogwash. This is ridiculous. And if you look at it, it's kind of beyond the statute of limitations. You're going also after something that happened in 2016. And then you juxtapose it with what's going on with Hunter Biden right now in terms of the investigation, at least, of Hunter Biden. And according to James Comer, he says he's got like another dozen more of these big money deals that suddenly like have tentacles to different Biden family members. And then yet the DA in New York, who doesn't go after criminals, who seems to be very soft on repeat offenders and violent repeat offenders often, well, they get a free pass. But if your last name is Trump, let's see if we can find something from 2016 uh, that the money amount is even nowhere near what we're talking about in the Hunter Biden case. Does that seem like America? Does that seem like justice? 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Here is Congressman Jim Jordan talking earlier today, and he says Michael Cohen, first of all, should have no credibility, nor should this case. We want to know what kind of communications may have taken place between the Justice Department and because remember, the Justice Department didn't bring this case. They they weren't going to do it. No one was going to do this until Mr. Bragg came along. Uh, That to me is is a a real concern here. So uh, and this is the same district attorney where there's now record crime in New York, where he downgrades most felonies to misdemeanors. The felony cases he brings. Yeah, you're right there. The felony cases he brings, he loses half of them. And now he's going after the former president and a guy who's announced for president. And who's his star witness? Who's his key witness? Michael Cohen, a guy we all know has lied, who came in front of the Oversight Committee a few years ago and lied six times in front of Congress. That's their star witness for this case that no one else would bring. If this is not going after your political opponents and using the the, the government to do so, I don't know what is. And so today they heard from a guy named Bob Costello. Now, this is an interesting guy. He, at one point, was Michael Cohen's attorney and has also worked, of course, with the Trump team. And so this was a smart move because the Trump team decided that, and of course, the President Trump, everything kind of comes down to him, said, we're not going to testify before this grand jury because it's a farce. We're not going to testify there. So they said, okay, forget it. 
no way is he going to testify. He was asked, do you want to testify? Which typically, obviously, knowing that he's the target of the investigation, shows that they're narrowing in. And yet they did say, let's bring in this guy, Bob Costello. This was at the request of President Trump and his team. That, I think, is, by the way, a really smart move because, yes, you can say the whole grand jury process is a farce. It seems weighted. It seems stilted, just like the January 6th committee. But if you don't kind of give some counter evidence or something else to try to squash it, uh, then at least, you know, you can't necessarily say, well, uh, you know, I didn't even try. So I actually think it's a really smart idea that they brought in this guy, Bob Costello. They said to the D.A., we strongly suggest you bring in this guy. He's an attorney. He represented Michael Cohen. So there are certainly grounds to have him come in. And he went after the credibility of Michael Cohen like a bunch of Swiss cheese, popping holes in it all over the place. Take a listen. Here is Bob Costello. He testified before the grand jury today. And after the testimony, this is what he said. Listen, if they want to go after Donald Trump and they have solid evidence, so be it. But Michael Cohen is far from solid evidence. This guy, by any prosecutor's standard, and I used to be deputy chief of the criminal division in the Southern District of New York, I wouldn't have touched a guy like Michael Cohen, especially if he's a convicted perjurer. Not to mention, as I said, the 50 to 100 lies he told us that are in those 330 emails. And then he had a little bit more to say, basically saying, you know, the jury didn't seem that they had all the details and he was trying to at least inform them. Just to be clear, did he ever specifically tell you that Donald Trump did not know about Yes, absolutely. He said that. He said that? You know, that's what he said at the time. Is it true? I don't know. Did you tell the grand jury that? Yes, I did. But I had to force that into an answer. They were getting upset because they'd asked me a limited question based on one of these six emails, and I would volunteer information that I thought the grand jury needed to hear. And what he said was the grand jury basically had six emails and that he had proof of dozens upon dozens of emails. In other words, maybe the grand jury was on a mission to go after Trump, who knows, or maybe they just didn't get a lot of information because sometimes it's only as good as what you're presented. So maybe the district attorney was only presenting just a little narrow slice. I call it sort of the January 6th committee strategy. Remember where like they were like, uh, look, President Trump said, go there and protest and cut out the peacefully and patriotically part, you know, or, or the part where he said, you know, uh, please go home. Cut that out. You know what I mean? Please go. You know, like, you know, I mean, all of this is selective editing. Was it the same thing in this case? And do you firmly believe that President Trump is about to be indicted? Uh, My gut is yes. My gut is yes, he will be indicted. The question is, could it come as early as tomorrow? That's a possibility because Michael Cohen apparently was supposed to be the rebuttal witness to this guy, Bob Costello. They didn't call him in. So that raises interesting questions. Did they feel they didn't bring him in as a rebuttal witness because they had what they needed? And maybe, you know, Robert Costello didn't totally change their mind. They already had their minds made up, uh, which isn't good because they should be listening to all sides. Obviously, that's one. Two, maybe it's delayed. Maybe Cohen may be called tomorrow or something happens. Maybe it may not happen tomorrow. But to me, just reading the tea leaves, uh, there is a chance that it could happen. But maybe... In a few days.
Let's see where that goes. There are reports tonight that Donald Trump, that an arraignment could happen maybe next week now. Uh, so where is this headed? Is it delayed? Um, is they Are they still on the full throttle you know, plan? Could he still be arrested? Could he be indicted? Um, and then the actual arraignment, other hero, you know, other hearings happen. Could be a virtual, by the way, because, of course, he's in Mar-a-Lago. There are so many layers to this. 1-800-848-9222. What are your thoughts of where this is headed? And are we headed into dangerous territory? Let's go to Dom, line six. Dom, your thoughts about this? Rita, you know, Alan Bragg's trumped-up charges takes the cake for what I call prosecutorial pornography on full display for the naked politics involved in it. That's the only way to describe it. I, I, you know, I declare that Alan Bragg just might be the centerfold in George Soros's Open Society magazine, if there is one, if he's publishing one. <laughs> you know, it, it is outside the statute of limitations, most likely a misdemeanor. I'm not condoning what Trump allegedly did, but if Trump is indicted, at least for me personally, I would think then Joe Biden and Hunter are fair game for the Republicans to go, you know, gangbusters on and, and bring out everything that he is doing for the last 40 years. Hunter Biden, you know, I think Hunter Biden declared that the money he received from the Chinese was seed money for a business venture. I am guessing it was seed money for Hunter to buy painting supplies to make the portrait of the president for life, Mr. Xi Jinping, and hang it in the Lincoln bedroom. Well, and by the way, and by the way, if they can attach, uh, you know, who is it? James Comer came out, Dom. Did you hear that? This was an interesting line last week. I'm seeing all this money come in, but I'm not seeing any business being conducted. That's a little bit of a fishy sign, you know, Uh, basically saying these people. And and what he was also indicating was that money kept coming in. And so if you listen to what Comer was saying, that it was not just initial payments, but they kept paying them. Uh, I don't believe the Chinese are that stupid that they pay without getting something in return. So what were they getting in return? And if it's not uh, something nefarious, then tell us what it is. You know, tell us what it is. Uh, and why were these payments going to other family members? Uh, it, it just it does not look good. And even CNN, there was a CNN commentator a few days ago who said that on the surface, this just really looks bad. And you look at it and uh, let's see, let's see where the facts go. Uh, but at least answer the questions. Let's have a resolution. Um, but if you look at the big money there, and then you juxtapose it with Alvin Bragg, who looks like he is going full throttle on an indictment of President Trump, potentially as early as tomorrow, you have got to be kidding me. Over a payment of $130,000, that's a, that's a drop in the bucket compared to the money that we're talking about that's being investigated with Hunter Biden. Dom, thanks so much. We're going to continue your calls, everybody, after the break. 1-800-848-9222. Where is this headed? And do you think an indictment could come as early as tomorrow? The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Well, we know that security is being beefed up all over New York as there is a possibility President Trump can become the first former American president in U.S. history 
to be charged with a crime, and that could happen as early as tomorrow. Uh, there are, though, reports, uh, and so far I'm seeing this is the only ones who have it. Um, Fox News is reporting that apparently a virtual option has been ruled out by Alvin Bragg, probably because he wants the perp walk. You know it. You know, he wants the scene. He wants the whole thing. Uh, but that they are saying a virtual option has been ruled out. In other words, with Trump staying in Mar-a-Lago, where he's based in Florida, he could do it electronically, especially for something like this. Uh, but apparently, according to Fox, the virtual option was apparently ruled out as D.A. Bragg is opposed to it. They are also saying there's a chance that an arraignment could happen next week. And the reason they say that is because the jury is still secretly hearing evidence and apparently has another witness on Wednesday. So the question is, who is that other witness? Uh, is the other witness somebody in the DA camp? Is it Michael Cohen coming back for his rebuttal to reply to this guy? Or is it somebody else? But they make it sound that this could still continue on. Again, they're the only ones who are saying this at this point, so... We don't know. They're not sure either. But according to their sources, they're saying that they are dealing with logistics. They're looking at the president potentially coming here. They're saying the virtual option has been taken off the table. And they're saying that logistics uh, would cause them, for security reasons, to close down streets, putting up lights with generators, extra barriers, extra police, and that they anticipate that that could happen next week. Uh, some are still anticipating it could come as early as tomorrow. Uh, either way, it looks like everything's still pointing in the direction of an indictment of President Trump. And what a sad testament that in the height of all this, as they're looking at all this stuff on Hunter Biden, that this is the case that Alvin Bragg has decided to resurrect. Uh, originally, remember, they weren't going to charge Trump. And then they suddenly came back and said, oh, yeah, maybe we will. Does it have anything to do with the fact that he is the leading candidate in the GOP side for president? Oh, no, that's just a coincidence, right? 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to BJ. BJ, your thoughts about this and and especially uh, the city bracing for protests. By the way, not just New York, BJ. D.C., they're putting up extra security, uh, Florida, a lot of places. Yeah, I, well, I'll say this. I think people should protest at the ballot box and by calling up shows like yours, Rita. Stay home. They're looking for a reason to lock people up and turn them into January 6th uh, prisoners. So don't give them that reason. By the way, okay? B.J., BJ, I agree with you because you're right. Yep. I think I think it, I think it's a trap for anybody who's out there. It They're going to say, oh, they got out of hand. Um, and even though emotions are running high, uh, whatever you do, do peacefully. And also, like you said, go to the voting booth. That That's Stay the home. way you express it. Yep. Stay home. Call up your show. I get to speak to a nice lady like you with a sense in her head. But but Thank getting you. back to this, you're quite welcome, and you earned it. But getting back to this, this failed prosecutor from a broken, crime-ridden city, which he helped create by not enforcing the laws on the books that are so easy to enforce, he's supposed to have this. He's supposed to be Clarence Darrow and be able to convict the 45th president of the United States after the 45th president has failed to be impeached twice 
and has failed a, a, a presidential commission on the Mueller report after all these accusations about his taxes and the ta- and, and he's supposed to he's supposed to be convicted on a crime that this prosecutor is looking to create. He's dreaming up a special crime for to convict Donald Trump. This. No, I hear you, BJ. And by the way, uh, to your point, BJ, it's like, here's the man. Let's create a crime. That's not the way justice should work. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. The Rita Cosby Show presents Back the Blue. And in tonight's Back the Blue segment, where we honor our great law enforcement and, of course, their families, a very powerful story coming from Conyers, Georgia, where the Conyers Police Department said its officers worked together to save the life of a woman this past month. It happened on February 12th when officers Andre Samuels, William Smith, and also Dontavious Wright responded to a structure fire. The officer said they could hear a woman calling from her bedroom window while Samuels and Wright broke into the front door. The smoke was so thick that the officers just couldn't see anything. Eventually, Officer Smith broke the window and climbed through without hesitation, whereupon he located the woman who was crying out in the heavy smoke. Carrying the woman, Officer Smith weighed his way back through the fire and smoke and was able to pass the woman to Officer Samuels, who was just outside, who in turn carried her to safety before the fire department arrived. All three officers were awarded, appropriately, the life-saving commendation by the Conyers Police Department. And what a beautiful story and powerful story about great teamwork and our courageous officers going through the smoke and the fire and saving this woman's life. Well, there are lots of officers that are now outside of all the different courthouses across this country. Everybody wondering, could it happen as early as tomorrow? We know that over the weekend, President Trump on Saturday morning basically put out a comment on his Truth Social saying he uh, was basically hearing, and he was basically reciting a number of other reports, but it certainly sounds like it is pending and right around the corner pending uh, that an indictment was going to happen as early as Tuesday. And he said also, go out and protest. Well, as you just heard from BJ, and I agree with you, BJ, I think people should not go out and protest. I think, obviously, you go to the ballot box. I just think they are looking for chaos. They're looking for uh, another potential January 6th scenario, looking for uh, confrontations, looking for problems. If people are not happy with the decision, and many people are not, if it gets to that, uh, go out to the voting booth, write your lawmaker, do whatever you can. Uh, Don't go and do anything where it's confrontational and becomes an issue because you know uh, that the Democrats will use that as fodder. And the Democrats can't wait to go after President Trump. It's like anything Trump, he's got to be guilty. Take a listen to Tim Kaine uh, just a few days ago, what he had to say. Let's be clear about what's going on here. No one is above the law, not even the former president of the United States. And if there has been an investigation, and that investigation should be allowed to go forward appropriately, if it's time to bring indictments, then they'll bring indictments. That's how our legal system works. Protests 
are just, there's no reason to protest this. This is the law operating as it should, without fear or favor for anyone. And that is Elizabeth Warren. Here is Senator Tim Kaine, who chimed in and added to that. It's outrageous. There's there's no too low this guy can't reach. And every time you think he's bottomed out, he goes even further um, than a military dictatorship in 1980 and 81 in Honduras. And I, I saw how authoritarians and dictators do it. I just never thought I would see it here. And people who are trying to circle the wagons to protect Trump, Trump, it's clear he's going to do what he's going to do. His character has been known to all for decades. But watching others try to kind of circle the wagons and protect him or question uh, the ability of somebody to prosecute a a former president. You know, it doesn't matter if you're a former president. You're not above the law. So I'm troubled by particularly I'm troubled by uh, Donald Trump's encouragement of protest because he knows and he's intending that it be a potential incitement to violence, at least in a way that would intimidate people. So wait a minute. He says this is like comparing it to Honduras. I mean, give me a break. Are you kidding me? Uh, like, you know, like firing squads and all that stuff. The craziness that happens in those kind of regimes. Why does he just kind of compare Trump to Putin? I mean, you know, this is sort of like where these Democrats are at. It's crazy. This rhetoric. And it's over a payment that was, quote, listed as a business payment for a non-disclosure agreement, basically to keep quiet, which I bet you Trump did many times in his career, whether it's tied to a woman or not or whatever. Uh, there are a lot of people who have those kind of agreements that now suddenly makes you in the category, basically, uh, of a Putin or of a Hugo Chavez of Venezuela, you know, or what, Ceausescu. I mean, uh, give me a break. Stalin, is that the next one? This is insane. And take a listen. Here is Senator Lindsey Graham and giving his take that this is all about politics. And he thinks it's going to end up in mega appeals all the way to the highest court in the land. Is this really the most important thing going on in Manhattan, to be honest with you? So I think this is an effort that's ongoing, never ending to destroy Donald Trump, everything around Donald Trump. This is selective prosecution. If I were President Trump, I'd take this all the way to the damn Supreme Court. And Senator Graham also says that this overreach by a very soft on crime DA who seems to love, you know, slapping, uh, you know, serious prisoners on the wrist and saying, hey, have a good day. Don't worry about it kind of thing. Oh, that's okay, right? No problems there, right? But. Because he's going after President Trump and it looks so overcharged and looks so outrageous because of all of that. Well, guess what? He thinks this is actually going to help skyrocket President Trump. Take a listen. The prosecutor in New York has done more to help Donald Trump get elected president than any single person in America today. Do you agree that this will embolden Trump, that this will help Trump? And that this will only rally all the other candidates around Trump to basically say, wait a minute, uh, this is just completely outrageous. And clearly these people are worried about Trump. They're fearful about Trump. And this looks like an overcharged and overzealous district attorney. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Uh, let's go to Rick, line six. Rick, your thoughts about all this? Hey, Rita. Uh, they're definitely going ahead with the indictment because they want to smear Trump however they can. 
Um, I want to stress, though, I'm kind of for protests, but peaceful protests. You don't want to hurt the police. They're on our side. They're on Trump's side. They would be protesting with us if they weren't working. By the way, a lot of the police, I 1,000% agree. The, the one thing is, the issue is you don't want things to get out of hand. And then people go, oh, see, it's just like uh, January 6th. You know, you don't want it to become a mini January 6th where they use that for their own political purposes to say, look, oh, here they're getting out of hand again. This is why uh, we can't have him or anybody supporting him, you know, uh, attached to government. Yep. And I definitely wanted to uh, I heard Norm mention me Friday. I want to respond to him. I mostly protest the global warming scam. And if he wants to come with me in a protest sometime, you could give him my phone number. We'll hook up. All right. That that sounds great. By the way, I'm sure Norm would love some good company. He's a good guy, as are you, Rick. Thank you. Very. Thank you, thank you my friend. Let's go to Ann, line five. Ann, your thoughts about all this. Yes. Um, uh, this is about Ron DeSantis. Um, I think um, that Ron DeSantis should really say, like, the following. It's yeah, hurry up, Ann. you got to get to the point. Go ahead. Yes. The, I'm... Where are you going with my president? Um, that would really shock everyone and say, we all, all the GOP merges together. That's an interesting say, point, and that's a very interesting point. I mean, and we haven't heard that much from DeSantis about this. So it actually would be interesting to see if he says, wait a minute, this is my president. Of course, he hasn't announced yet that he's running, but everybody seems to think he's going to in like May or June. By the way, there was also a report recently um, that apparently uh, Trump basically uh, basically suggested, well, that he would consider DeSantis as his vice president, even though DeSantis has no like uh, interest, apparently, in being anybody's vice president. Uh, but it's an interesting way that it's going to be. It's going to be interesting to see how DeSantis handles this. You know, he obviously should stand up to Trump and this overzealous prosecutor. In terms, I say stand up to the charges against Trump. He needs to say something. Uh, But he might be too worried to say too much, thinking that, uh, you know, it looks makes him not separate himself from Trump enough. But he can't criticize him either. I think, you know, when you got Democrats and you have attorneys that are usually, you know, pretty anti-Trump. And they're saying this looks inflated. And you're seeing even reporters that are quite anti-Trump. And they're saying it's inflated. Uh, You better believe that one of the top governors in the country or the top governor in the country better say something. You know, I mean, his supporters are wondering, let's let's hear what you got. Um, And he should do the right thing and say this is absolutely atrocious. Put politics aside and say this is ridiculous. But let's see where he goes, and I all eyes on 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 him. There's no question about that. Let's go to Larry. Larry line six. Larry, your thoughts. Irina, just please just let me say everything I have to say, okay? First of all, I have a few things to Larry, say. Larry, I First, hate when can I say one thing? I hate when yes. people say that because I will do it, but don't tell me what to do. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. What an attitude. Okay. Anyway, listen, um first of all, I want to uh, attract everybody's attention it says a picture there's a there's a saying that says a picture is worth a thousand words if everybody looks at today's picture of alvin bragg in the, in the new york post i think it's on page 3 the guy looks like the devil 
Now, I'm not just saying this, uh, you know, uh, uh, viciously and parenthetically. It happens to be true. He, he, uh, it, it, the snapshot grabbed exactly what this guy is up to. Page three of the New York Post. I'm sure a lot of people have it. Save it and copy it because he looks like the demon that he is. That's first point. Second point is Elizabeth Warren. She lies through her teeth. This woman was a law professor, okay? If anybody knows that this is a crock of, of you-know-what, she does. She should know better. She was lying. She shows you how sophisticated this diabolatry is, this lying on the Democrats is. She's a revolutionary. She is the, the worst. Now, the main point I want to make is the following. This will be good for Trump. Uh, this will be, uh, uh, it'll be good for the American people in, in the sense that if this goes through, and what they're trying to do is they're trying to do it so that he's prevented from running. He's tied up in a conviction, a felony conviction. It's a remote chance, but if it works, what it will do is it'll show America that the system is already broken and the palace coup has already occurred. We will not boil like the proverbial frog as you raise the temperature of the water. We will realize it's time to revolt. If he cannot run, that whether that's their goal, we'll realize the show is over. That's that's all I have to say. And by the way, he can still run, um, even in the midst of all this. I think he's going to keep appealing and appealing and appealing. And Larry, I like your attitude, too. So thank you very much. Good to have you here. Uh, let's go to Norm. Line three. Norm, go ahead. Your thoughts. My thoughts are, I don't think you have to worry so much about the January 6th type situation. Um, I, I went to, I mean, I figured it would be bigger than this. Uh, I was part of a little protest. It wasn't so little. It was called by the Young Republicans, and it was across the street from Alvin Bragg's offices. They have a park there. Anyway, uh, Rita, there was like 50 people there. Um, there was, but, but there was so many, there was a lot of cops. A lot of cops and there was and the media. Oh, my God. And there must have been a hundred media outlets uh, out there. And they came at me, Rita, like a like like because I was wearing a MAGA hat. They came at me like a like a shark during feeding frenzy. Uh, I'm waiting. I'm going to be on Channel 41 tonight, uh, Espanol. So anyway, so so. Um, <laughs> hey, they had every yeah. every every language covering you. So let me ask every, you, Norm. Okay, what this was is the who mood? interviewed me tonight? What was the uh, mood? So Hang on one second. Spain, no, no, France. no. It's uh, Norm. What was the mood of everybody out there? The mood of everybody was pleasant. Everybody was friendly. It was a a pleasant a pleasant uh, uh, you know, and the the the. the uh, the uh, reporters were asking me, do you expect it to get violent? I'm like, I want to go to sleep at this rally. I mean, it was it, it was it was uh, OK. It was me and my friend Lido, and he was wearing his, his rat costume, which he oh made. And, and <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So Lido had a big old rat you know? costume. So, yeah, he's got a homemade my friend Lido. He's got a homemade rat costume. I had to help him put it on in the park. And and there was probably I, I I never saw so many so many cameras all pointed at us as I was helping my friend dress into his uh, rat his, costume uh, you know rat Democrat costume now but Norm what about if an indictment comes down obviously this is before an yeah. indictment but what if it looks right. like they end up doing an indictment and and again here's some new news I was mentioning that Fox News is reporting that the virtual option according to them. Um, is off the table that apparently Alvin Bragg ruled it out because he wants the perp walk, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. You know, don't you think that, you know, things might get a little out of hand or people will just be so angry and understandably so um, if they it, see it's, that moment? It's, po- it's, 
it's possible. Uh, it always happens. I mean, of course uh, we don't. Of course people. nobody wants was, it, you know? Yeah, it's always possible. I mean, look, in the park there was like some EDP guy, and he was screaming, F Trump, F Trump. So, I mean, yeah, uh, you got you got crazy people always that come to these things. Um, I don't know. Look, I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to show up and do what I do. And I don't, I don't storm. I don't go into buildings. I don't storm anything. The worst happens. The cops tell me you, 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 you got to get out of the park or you got to whatever. And we do that. That's it. Well, you Norm, know, you got to, I mean, you got to call us back again, Norm. You're terrific. And keep us posted uh, with everything that you're doing and also give us a feel of what's going on out there. And let's see. I mean, it may happen as early as tomorrow. Um, real quick, I actually want to ask you a question, Norm. Did it, was there any indications out there from any of the police or anything that they think it may happen tomorrow? No. Um, well, they were. Um, no, I couldn't tell. I mean, I, 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 that's an answer I can't tell. I mean, there was certainly a lot of them, uh, you know, there in front of the courthouse. Uh, they have they have like security gates. There's they, there's no way we could set up in front of the you know right in front of the door of that courthouse. That would be you know they're 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 preventing that from happening. You know. Yeah, but, keep keep uh, us posted, Norm. Will you do that, please? But keep us posted uh, as you're hearing stuff um, and as you see stuff out there. Make sure that you give us a call. Give us uh, give us uh, give us the eyes and ears on the ground, which you do so well, my friend. And make sure everybody stays safe. That is the most important thing. Norm, thank you. And everybody, we're going to continue your calls after the break. 800-848-9222. The Rita Cosby Show. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. So, will President Trump be indicted? And did this witness, Bob Costello, who came in today and basically said that Michael Cohen is a liar, essentially. That's what Bob Costello basically said. The evidence is not there. He said Michael Cohen is far from, quote, solid evidence. Do you think it had an impact in the jury? Maybe we won't see charges. It doesn't look that way. Uh, And the question is, is this jury just hell-bent on this? Is this DA hell-bent on this? I mean, you know you can basically indict, as the old saying goes, a ham sandwich. And in this case, it sounds like they got a lot of ham, you know, from Alvin Bragg. There sounds like there was a lot of stuff from him. And Bob Costello basically sounds like he might have been the only witness um, that was called in to support President Trump. So where is this headed? And is this really justice? And what scares me, too, is that I think we open up a big path now to America where there will be things on both sides of the aisle. Um, Bill O'Reilly. And in fact, I want to play this clip. Uh, This is cut six. Uh, This is Bill O'Reilly. I was talking with him earlier today. Uh, John Katsimatidis and I were talking with him. And Bill believes that if Trump is indicted, look out President Biden, that we are now like on a path where 
both sides are going to be constantly charged. Take a listen. Here's cut number six. If Donald Trump is indicted, this will make it a virtual certainty that the House of Representatives will refer criminal charges against the Biden family. Because Republicans, and rightly so, will say, okay, you're coming after one of our people running for president. We're going to do the same thing to you. We've got enough, and the House committees will, you know, you're seeing it now. They want Alvin Bragg to come into Washington to explain it. But the real hammer is they're going to refer criminal charges against the Biden family and possibly the president himself. That's likely to happen now. So are we now on a path of real chaos on both sides? I mean, is it now like, remember, President Trump was impeached twice. So it's like, okay, let's just impeach somebody else. So let's go for charges. And if you're thinking that this with President Trump fits a crime, think about the money involved in the Hunter Biden case. And if things start opening up there, uh, that is going to get to be a pretty slippery slope for President Biden. And you can bet that the GOP is going to go full throttle after him and his family members. There's no doubt about that. one 800 Let's go to Sal. Line five. Sal, your thoughts. This is a, this whole thing is a disgrace. Alvin Bragg should be disbarred. How could a prosecutor present a charge to a grand jury when he must have at least a good faith basis that it's not barred by the statute of limitations. It's barred by the statute of limitations. It happened seven years ago. Exactly. There's like a five-year window and a two-year window, and and it may ultimately get thrown out. Uh, but it seems like he's just intent, Sal, to get that uh, the mugshot. What? So he can say, oh, look, I got Trump in the mugshot. I mean, is that the objective, Sal? Maybe knowing that eventually... It's either going to get thrown out for that or for some other justification, Sal? Somebody should be pressing an ethics charge against him. But they're governed by the rules of professional conduct. You can't do things like that. Absolutely. By the way, are you an attorney, Sal? Yes, I am. And what happened to grand jury secrecy? That's another thing. Yeah, they are leaking like a sieve. I mean, mean, to be honest with you, Rita, it, it to me it's a it's a disgrace. It makes our legal system look like we're we're back to the Scopes monkey trial where people were protesting outside uh, for fundamentalism. I mean, and Trump doesn't help his case. Why would he ask people to go out and protest? I mean, he's going to win this in court, but yet he's got all these talking heads. Who are talking about it's not a crime, it is a crime. Let the legal system do its job. Well, and also, Sal, there are attorneys who, you know, I consider, you know, you can sometimes tell if someone's conservative or liberal, whatever. Even many liberal attorneys have said it's a stretch um, and that it's unethical. And, uh, you know, and I think, listen, I think it's fair game for him to take a swipe at the legal system and say it's unfair, it's a witch hunt, it's all that. I wish he didn't say protest. I think in his mind, he wants peaceful protests, obviously, but to even just say it, I think, uh, you know, is is not a good thing in this climate. We're going to continue your calls, everybody, after the break. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. 
This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Internal memo coming out basically saying that all NYPD officers are expected to be in uniform and be ready to be deployed as early as tomorrow as they are bracing for what looks like an indictment of President Trump. Now, it very well may not happen tomorrow. We were just talking about the fact uh, that this Bob Costello, who was called by the Trump team, basically said, hey, you should go there. And basically, you have information to poke holes in Michael Cohen's testimony. We would like to request that you go before. they. He actually did appear before the Manhattan Grand Jury. He attacked Michael Cohen's credibility, apparently in a big, big way, according to him, what he said afterwards to reporters. And through all of this, now there are reports that another witness, as I mentioned, is coming on Wednesday. It could be Cohen. It could be somebody else. Um, does that change the dynamics Uh, It sure still seems like Alvin Bragg is still full steam ahead. And what is it that he's after? Is he after a Trump mugshot to say, ha, 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 I got President Trump on the one? Uh, Is he trying to seek political office? Does he just hate Trump that he can't wait to do whatever he can? Uh, Fingerprints? What does he want? He wants to put that all over the place and say, I'm the one who got President Trump and what, try to use it for his own political ambitions or to curry favor with the Biden White House. And the Biden White House, in the middle of all this, uh, they had, uh, remember, Ted Lasso, you know, the uh, comedy. They had the guy from Ted Lasso, Jason Sudeikis, at the White House today. To me, are you kidding me? On one hand, we are talking about a former president of the United States about to be indicted And then you bring in these comedy people uh, in the middle of the press briefing today. Uh, They talk a bit about mental health on their show, and they were there to talk about mental health. Uh, But I felt like I needed a mental health evaluation after watching it. I thought, are you kidding me? It just seems so unserious, so unprofessional. And at a time where I feel like uh, this moment in history, this is nothing to be celebrating. And the Democrats shouldn't be celebrating and grinning like Cheshire Cats. This, to me, is a tremendous miscarriage of justice. This is a tremendous overreach. And I would say it if it was President Biden, too, that if it was some payment that was supposed to be kept quiet with a sort of a deal that was made, and now suddenly we're going back to 2016, uh, it's a little different than getting money from China. It's a little different than getting money from Burisma. It's a little different than getting money from the former mayor of Moscow's wife. These are all some of the areas that the House GOP are looking at. And yet, it's all Trump, 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 Trump. And this is just, this is going to be a mess whenever day it is. And again, there are reports that Alvin Bragg doesn't want to accept the virtual option. Isn't that interesting? You would think on something like this, first off, who would ever bring the charge? That's one. And two, Who would ever not allow the former president of the United States, if you're going to be outrageous and go over the top and take a charge like this, not allow a virtual? He's in Florida. He's at Mar-a-Lago. Why would you insist that he come here other than just trying to embarrass him, just trying to create the show, just trying to create 
the chaos in New York, why would you turn down the virtual option? That would be a normal thing for almost any defendant, let alone a former president of the United States. And especially on a charge like this. I mean, to me, this just seems so preposterous. And it just reinforces that it's all about the show. And this is a DA who is so soft on crime, doesn't go after criminals. And yet, all he wants to do suddenly is now go after President Trump. And this is what President Trump had to say not that long ago. This is when he was at CPAC. And also, he said a similar line when he was at a rally not too long ago saying he is fighting the fight. And if it's not Trump, then whoever is the next leading contender is going to get a barrage of attacks coming at him. And he said, you know what? I am willing to take the spears. Remember this line that he said not too long ago. Our enemies are desperate to stop us because they know that we are the only ones who can stop them. And they know it very strongly. And they're looking at the polls where not me, but we are up by so much. They can't even believe it. We won twice, and now we've got to win a third time. They know that we can defeat them. They know that we will defeat them. But they're not coming after me. They're coming after you. I'm just standing in their way, and I always will stand in their way. I will always fight the fight. This is going to help Trump, as I just said, and Bill O'Reilly was saying this too. This is going to make him skyrocket. Senator Graham saying that this has helped Trump more than anything because people are going, are you kidding me? I'm going to vote for that guy. There are people I know who were saying to me before they weren't sure if they were going to vote for President Trump. And now that they hear that D.A. Bragg is going after him, they want to vote for him because they say this is just so preposterous. And here's a little bit more about what Senator Graham says is behind all of this by the Democrats. Take a listen. Here's what the New York Times said about this. The case against the former president hinges on an untested and therefore risky legal theory involving a complex interplay of laws, all amounting to a low-level felony. You know what that means in English? They're making stuff up that they've never used against anybody because they hate Trump. That's what this is. They're brewing a legal cocktail, Tony to try to come up with some bizarre theory of the law never used by anybody in New York just because they hate Trump. You know why they're doing this? Because they're afraid of Trump. That's why they're doing it. And I agree. They are so scared of Trump. Uh, Anything they can do to put the nail in the coffin or try to, and what they don't realize is they're emboldening him and they're emboldening all these other people to vote for him and rally behind them because they're just seeing it for what it is, an inflated, inflated charge. And in the middle of all this, now the House, which is GOP-led, remember, they decided, Jim Jordan and a number of others, Kevin McCarthy came out with it over the weekend too, and said, we're going to call in now Alvin Bragg. That, you know what, we need to find out where federal dollars used to basically inflate these charges, go after President Trump. Where federal dollars misuse. We want to know about funds. We want to know about why it seemed at one point he wasn't going to do any charges. Why is he suddenly now going full steam ahead? What precipitated it? Is this indeed politically charged as it sure appears? So they want to now call Alvin Bragg to go to the Hill and go under oath. Take a listen to what Jim Jordan said a little bit ago. 
What did they want President Trump did? Was, was he supposed to use campaign money? You can't do that. So this is, this is, I think, just a ridiculous case that they are bringing. I think the people of this country understand it's ridiculous. We want to talk to Mr. Bragg. We're asking him for the communications he's had with the federal mm -hmm. government. We're asking him to come in to testify. We'd like an answer by, uh, by Thursday of this week. That will be interesting. Let's see. Let's see what Alvin Bragg does. Will Alvin Bragg be called to testify and justify all the funds and resources that he's spending on this? And then at the same time, he's not spending barely any money enforcing criminals and making sure that they pay. I mean, that is just insane. Think about how many criminals that they just don't spend the time on. They don't spend the effort on. And yet he is spending tons of taxpayer money. So don't we deserve to know how much taxpayer money, how much time, what triggered this other than a political vendetta? That would be really interesting to test, have him testify under oath. Boy, I would love to see the exchange with Jim Jordan and some of these others and Alvin Bragg uh, and turn the tables on Bragg because it sure looks absolutely politically driven. And they are going to make Trump uh, even more uh, fervently supported than he already is. This is going to backfire big time. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Judith. Line five. Judith, your thoughts about this? Hi, Rita. Um, listen, first of all, while Trump might not be above the law, he's not beneath the law either, okay? And so far, he's still innocent till proven guilty, and he claims he's not guilty. And like uh, everyone was saying, this is not even, not even a misdemeanor. It's ridiculous. The man took a dollar to be president. He did a great job. And look what they're coming after with, uh, I don't know, with, with, it's just ridiculous. But I want to tell you something. They're doing this because they want to discredit and smear him, even if it's a lie, because they're doing it for public opinion, for, their, for, for, for the votes and whatever. I have to tell you something, Rita. Under the 14th Amendment, okay, it is illegal to go after someone for, and quote, vindictive and selective prosecution, okay? This most definitely is Alvin Bragg's, this million-dollar baby from Soros funded. He's definitely going after, he's very malicious, and this is definitely, uh, you know, it, it's a vindictive and selective persecution or prosecution for politics, and, he's, and, he's, and it's illegal, under the 14th Amendment, I got news for you. And you know something? There's something called tort action, like torts. What does that mean? This is common law. This is common law all over the world, I'm, I'm hearing. And tort action means that you can go after prosecutors like the DAs, prosecutors like Alvin Bragg, for starters, and you could personally investigate him. You can personally go after him for millions of dollars and sue him. You can personally hold him responsible for all the things he's doing because what he's doing is absolutely illegal and ridiculous. And misdemeanors, it's ridiculous. He takes felons and he turns into misdemeanors. They can sit there and rob stores for $950 and he's not going to do anything or prosecute them. All of a sudden with, with President Trump is going to prosecute him for what? For nothing. Well, that's the it's thing. Ridiculous. And you brought up some great points, Judith. Uh, the disparity is so blaring in his priorities. And to use U.S. tax dollars, that's what's like, uh, you know, I mean, not only to drag somebody through it. Um, and just like you said, you brought up a great analogy because you're right. Uh, Trump is not below the law. There shouldn't be a lower standard. And if the last name wasn't Trump in this case, I don't think by any means there would be a charge. 
I don't think there would. It's clear that this guy just doesn't like Trump and any which way but loose, he is going to go after Trump. And he's going to try to find a way to get him. He wants to get that mugshot out there. I think like it's like, you know, like he thinks like what he's going to be like the Democratic darling or something. But I think that's why I I actually think the House committee has some interesting justification to pull him in and say, let's go through the history. How many people have actually been charged with secrets, you know, private settlements that have been where there's been a pay day to somebody? Um, for, you know, for a private uh, affair or a private issue, even if you believe it, even though Trump says he didn't have anything, even if you believe that, how many people? And and there would be, it's probably zero, you know? But yet, when it's President Trump, I mean, I, I think that it would be fascinating to see Alvin Bragg under oath and see what he says and how he handles that and how much money went into this ridiculous moment that I think is just going to stir so much division, so much chaos in this country at a time where we don't need it. Um, and I think that they are just I think I think it's going to be a tinderbox. I really do. I think emotions are riding high. People are angry. They are frustrated and understandably so, um, you know, but still, obviously, we want people to be peaceful. But we need to get to the bottom of this. You can't suddenly go after a former president because you don't like him. And I agree with you. They make it seem like Trump is below the law, and that is not justice. 1-800-848-9222. We'll continue with your calls, everybody, after the break. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. President Trump wondering when a potential indictment could come. By the way, uh, there are reports that if he is indeed arrested, if there's an issue where he's booked, uh, a mugshot, fingerprinted, uh, the Secret Service would stay with him every step of the way. They, of course, would be the lead agency. And they're down there already in Mar-a-Lago protecting the president. And I'm sure a lot of them are shaking their heads like, We are over what looks like a possible indictment, the first one in American history of a former president, over a payment, over a non over a payment that was not supposed to be disclosed. Uh, That was years ago. Uh, I mean, this to me just seems absurd. This is what Andy McCarthy had to say. He's a former prosecutor. And Andy, by the way, is not a big fan of President Trump. Uh, But he said that this is not justice. Take a listen. I think it's clearly a misdemeanor. It's one that shouldn't be brought. And the attack on Bragg here, it it shouldn't be a defense of Trump because it looks like this is a falsification of records. But the attack on Bragg ought to be that no one who was not Donald Trump would conceivably be charged with this. And that should be the standard, 1,000%. Let's go to David, line five. David, your thoughts about this. Where is this going? Well, the thing I'd like to mention and get your opinion on is I don't think Alvin Bragg is the one behind this. He's the puppet tool being used, but he's just a low-level local elected official. You can't go after the, the, the presidential Republican candidate. I think it's coming from higher up, like Barack Obama, Susan Rice, and George Soros, they're putting him up to this. This is way too big to just take on as a low-level local official. 
What do you think? Yeah, you know what? Um, I agree. So then the question is, what do you think? It's the Biden team pulling the strings? What do you think? Yeah, not Biden, because he doesn't have anything to do with anything. But yeah, the team, the Democratic team, you know, George Soros, Barack Obama, Susan Rice, they're running things. Yeah, I agree with you. I think for them to act like, oh, they don't know what's going on, um, I find that incredibly hard to believe. You know, uh, if you're going after the former president of the United States, and especially Trump, uh, there had to have been conversations. There had to be, um, you know, there are people even from the federal office that were moved to the New York office, um, yeah. primarily to investigate this, David. So I think you hit it on the head. I think there's definitely some orchestration there, no doubt about that. Uh, let's go to Stan, line eight. Stan, your thoughts. You know, when the demigod says, I'm your retribution. I'm your savior. I'm the one who'll do everything. You know this guy is a phony. You know, he doesn't care about those people when he says that at all. It's you, about who are you it. talking about, Trump? Trump. He said it. He said uh, when he said, "I'm your savior. I'm your retribution." I'm what a line of garbage. Man. Hang on. Let me ask you a question, Stan. Yeah, no, no hold on, Stan. Wait. Let me just ask you. I'll let I'll let you go. Do you think almost any other candidate has taken the abuse that President Trump has taken and has been able to handle the slings and arrows? That's what he's saying, that I'm still standing despite two impeachments, all the other stuff, uh, the raid. Um, You know, you wonder, could any other candidate, Republican or Democrat, deal with this? I mean, honestly, Stan. Can I talk now? Yes, or? you may. Okay, thank you, you may, thank you. Stan. Thank you, teacher. It's thank a you. You may, student. <laughs> <That's> okay. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Nobody has gotten to more hot water than this guy. Nobody has done more to upset this country than this guy. Now, as far as, uh, and I've told you before, I think there's small potatoes. I don't think there's much here. But you know what? Even more important is that uh, he... Well, you know, if they indict him, he's not going to come up. I, I personally, I don't think Bragg's going to do it, and so forth. Okay? Wait, but Stan, you just you just said you don't think you think this is small potatoes. I mean, if that's the case, then it never should be brought. Then you should be as outraged well, as everybody else. Point. Wait a minute. Here's the point. Now, you know, Trump says. Uh, he barks like a dog, and people like Norm run like, ooh, we got to go protect him. What a fool that guy is. I mean, it's not happening. I don't think so. We'll find out tomorrow. I don't think there's going to be an indictment. Uh, you I, know, think I don't he, want it for this. I'm not sure. Well, see, Stan, I'm glad there was some logic there, and I'll defend Norm. He is a great guy. But let me tell you something. I'm not confident it's going to happen tomorrow, but I think it's going to happen soon. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Presents Support Our Heroes. And in tonight's Support Our Heroes segment, which we love doing every night here on the Rita Cosby Show, where we honor our great military and their families. A beautiful story coming from Helena, Montana, where Governor Greg Gianfort welcomed a World War II and Korean War veteran to the area to thank him for his service. Jack Kindleman, now 96 years old, a beautiful Billings, Montana, where I've been, uh, enlisted in the U.S. Navy in 1945. And the governor said no one better embodies our Montana values and commitment to service than our veterans. 
He said it was an honor to meet Jack and thank him for his life of service to our country and to our state. Now, Kindleman enlisted, as I said, in the Navy in 1945 and during World War II. He was stationed in Skaggs Island, California. He continued his military service during the Korean War, where he was stationed in Japan, Korea, the Philippines, Hong Kong, and also the Yellow Sea. And after his military service, he returned home to work in the community and also give back. He also worked as a volunteer, dedicating more than 10,000 volunteer hours at a local hospital over 31 years. And how beautiful that he and his daughter were there when the governor and many others honored him for his great service during the military and, of course, afterwards helping the local community as well. Well, we are talking, of course, about President Trump. All eyes are on the Manhattan Grand Jury, which is supposed to be a secret proceeding. But, boy, they are leaking like a sieve. You know, it's interesting. You know, you really don't hear very much about Biden's classified documents. And in fact, remember, it was like two months after they discovered them at the Penn Biden Center and basically hanging out under uh, Hunter's Corvette, you know, or Biden's Corvette that Hunter drives and was fixing the engine on. You know, we didn't hear anything about that. But in this case, boy, they were leaking like a sieve and they continue at every turn. It's like this person did this. This person did that. Uh, boy, are they just all over the place. And now again, uh, Fox News, at least, is reporting that they are saying that it's not going to happen maybe now until next week. The indictment, we don't know. It could happen tomorrow. Remember, President Trump came out and said he might be tomorrow. Uh, but I think based on a couple things, first off, the fact that there was another witness that came in today, they probably will call and you would think somebody else. Uh, maybe to rebut it or even Michael Cohen himself to rebut this witness. So I think there's probably still more work to be done. And just reading the tea leaves, um, it looks like they're getting ready for it. Um, and it sure looks like it's going to happen. I don't think it should. I think this is an inflated case. And again, the Andy McCarthy standard, if it wasn't Trump, would it happen? And I think the answer is resoundingly no. And I think it's only going to help Trump in the polls And I think it's going to make the Democrats look overzealous and foolish because just as a number of you have said, this is not just Alvin Bragg just suddenly acting out of his own. You know darn well he was checking with people in the White House or somebody to go through this whole thing. I mean, it is just it's unseemly. And now there are reports that the virtual option was apparently ruled out by District Attorney Bragg as opposed to allowing it. So he basically said, I am not going to do that, which means that he's going to insist that President Trump not be virtual, if this report is correct, not be virtual, and that he would actually have to come to New York to be processed for something that would never, ever be a charge in the first place. And yet, because the last name is Trump, they are going full throttle. And take a listen. Here is Bill O'Reilly basically saying, by doing this, This opens the door, again, to criminal charges, potentially for Mayorkas. You can imagine the Republicans could go for criminal charges, potentially even against Biden or others even tied to Hunter Biden, depending where the tea leaves go, depending where the evidence goes. And he says this is disastrous for America, that we should be focused on the border. 
We should be focused on crime. Alvin Bragg should be focused on crime. Look at all the crime that's skyrocketing in New York. Are you kidding me? There are all these cases, these horrible cases of these random attacks taking place, whether it's on the streets or on the subways. And Alvin Bragg is focused on a payment that happened X years ago that was approved on a non-disclosure agreement. I mean, this is like a this is a business issue. I mean, this this is truly the definition of insanity. And Bill O'Reilly says this opens an enormous can of worms. Take a listen. So this throws the whole country into chaos. What good does this do the American citizen? Is this going to help the economy? Is it going to protect us against Russia and China? Is it going to solve the violent crime problem? Is it going to stop the mass migration and fentanyl coming across the border? What does this do? Why is this a positive? So to me, fair-minded people know this is a political prosecution. And I think the unintended consequences to the Democratic Party are going to be far worse than what happens to Donald Trump. Yeah, and I think this is disastrous. If you see the backlash already going after something like this, just to what, uh, you know, uh, you know, and please Alvin Bragg to have a mugshot and say I'm the one who got the shot of President Trump and insist that he come here. I mean, this to me, really, this is not what American justice is about. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Michael, line three. Michael, your thoughts. Rita, as taxpayers, we should all want to see the financial records of Bragg's and Letitia James. Because you know who benefits from Trump not becoming president again? The communist Chinese government of China, and also the Russians, the Iranians, and the North Koreans. We, we don't know what's going on under the table. And another thing I have to say about Alvin Braggs, he is truly a foolish man, because we all know across this country there must be at least 81, 83 million people that support Donald Trump. And, and another thing, I, I wouldn't want to put my family in danger, because you know, millions of those supporters of our great president before, President Trump, they must be gun owners, and you're pushing people over the edge. I mean, Braggs has a lot of blood on his hands. I mean, obviously, listen, because, Michael, we don't want people because, to get – we don't – hang on, Michael, because I don't, I don't think you want to infer anything about, like, things getting out of control or violent. Um, but, but people are angry, and rightfully so. I agree. They, if they protest, it should be peaceful. Um, I personally think it's, you know, it's a formula uh, for danger because the Democrats would love to see – the Republicans riled up. I also think they should be writing their politicians and go to the voting booth, you know, go to the voting booth and speak out. Uh, but I think uh, be very careful. I think people want to, you know, cooler heads have to prevail, Michael. Father, I wouldn't want to put my family in danger. That's what I wouldn't want to do. He's pushing citizens over the edge. This is just too much. And we have to see their financial records. I don't trust these Democrats. For all I know, they're taking money on the table because it is true. If President Trump is not president again in this country, that would benefit the Russians and the communist Chinese government. They don't want to see another President Trump. We've got to see the financial records of not just him. How about his wives, his wife and other family members? Because we all know what happened with Hunter Biden and, and Joe Biden taking money on the table. And still, we're still waiting for more of that stuff to come out. 
Well, and, and, and by the way, they have just hit the tip of the iceberg on that because they just got the financial records. They just got some of the bank records. Um, so I think that investigation is just the beginning, Michael, to see where that goes. And you can bet uh, Republicans who are now getting the money trail, uh, they're going to go after this tooth and nail, especially after seeing what the Democrats are doing. Uh, I mean, to me, uh, this if, if you put the contrast, just like you said, Going after President Trump under something like this in 2016, it's like, I mean, this this to me is such an unbelievable charge. Nobody in America, if it wasn't President Trump, they wouldn't be wasting their time, nor should they be wasting their time. But because it's Trump, they're going after it. And yet, I wonder if a lot of it is also, Michael, a distraction. You know, from because now the GOP is zeroing in on Hunter and other Biden family members. And maybe it's like, oh, boy, we got to do something uh, to kind of take the eyes off and the attention off of some of the focus there. Who knows what this is all about? Because the timing is questionable. The charge is questionable. The way that the DA is doing this is questionable. Uh, I mean, nothing makes sense. Michael, thank you very much. Let's go to Eddie, line two. Ed, your thoughts. Okay, first things first. You had Judith call up before, and she's the only woman that called up your show. She had very good thoughts. She's an intellect. Rita. Actually, by by the way, I've got a number of other gals waiting in the wings, and they're coming up shortly, right after you, Ed. So go ahead. Good for you. Okay, so my, my, uh, my post name is Cousin. Do you guys that call out there, and you disrespect Rita and say that she has some kind of attitude. Oh, no. Intellectual Rita, you are like my mother. You are a, a lady, and you have intellect far beyond anyone else. You have humbleness. You have humility. And you give us this twice a day with, with a great John Casimatidis. And we'll look at this. Thank, and, by the way, thank well, you, Ed. I think, I think Larry was sucking on, like, sour lemons. But go ahead. Uh, wow, yes, Stan. Oh, my God. Well, Stan, oh too. God. But Stan, we expect. Larry just kind of like well, maybe, maybe accidentally uh, wanted something else and he got lemon juice instead. But go ahead. <laughs> I said, yeah, maybe lime juice. It's more acidic. Uh, That's chemically. true. In the, revolutionary, in the Revolutionary War, I think Stan was on a British side, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you go back to like. Donald Trump, I, I was, I serendipitously was in January 6th and I saw 0.001% bad things in the crowd. And now I'm afraid that, you know, Antifa is going to be there in New York City. And the, thank God the NYPD will be there, unlike the Capitol Police that didn't support Trump, neither did Nancy Pelosi. They didn't have any other military there. There's going to be a window broken down the block. There's going to be a car overturned by Antifa kids. And the news will get it. And I hope it doesn't do Donald Trump bad. I really don't, because he deserves the best. This is not good. Well, Ed, Ed, you bring up a good point that who knows who's going to be in the crowd trying to rile people up, uh, just like you said. You know, and and I, by the way, I will defend some of the members of the Capitol Police, because a lot of them, um, you know, we saw even some of the Tucker Carlson footage were showing people around. Um, seem to be in a much more and and I think a lot of them didn't even get the information about you know uh, to stepped up uh, police and extra protection. Remember the head of the Capitol Hill police actually wanted uh, more backup that day, even ahead of time, and was turned down twice. So that doesn't help either, you know, because Nancy Pelosi didn't want the appearance of like 
quote, a military state. And she has yet to be called on all the January 6th. Speaking of which, Ed. Those are the lower echelons of the Capitol. Those are the feet on the ground of the Capitol Police. You know, those are the guys that were actually experiencing everything. And right now, I'm going to talk about Rudy Giuliani. So he was disbarred. Don't you think Eric Adams or, 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 um, or the, the, the DA should be disbarred right now? They should take him for doing this? Well, I mean, and, well let, let me separate, because this is, this is an Alvin Bragg situation. Alvin Bragg. Bragg. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. But you brought up Eric Adams. In this case, it is Alvin Bragg. It's Alvin Bragg acting on um, his motivations, but also, I believe, clearly, like somebody at the White House or somewhere else is clearly pulling the strings. You don't just suddenly, out of the blue, decide to indict a former president, which it looks like he's going to do, um, and then decide, well, you know, I, I just did it on my own suddenly. I had some epiphany. I think clearly somebody in the White House is working on this with him. And that's what makes it really, really fishy. Eddie, thank you. You're always terrific. And thank you for defending my honor. Uh, you're terrific, Ed. Thank you so much. Let's go to Robert in Philly. Line three. Robert, your thoughts. Hi, Rita. It's good to talk to you again. Um, before I get to my point, I just wanted to say, I think what a previous call was said, he wasn't inferring violence. He has a fear that I have. I think that... Uh, Democrats would like that to happen while they control the military and the media. But I'll leave that go because I don't want that to happen. And in the spirit of not wanting that to happen, I really would love it if President Trump would come out and say to everybody, do not come out and protest. We are right on this. My lawyers got this. Play the St. George to the Democrats' dragon. And that will pay off huge for him politically as well. Okay, do we don't need to protest this. Could you imagine a city full of Antifa people with nobody to attack? That's going to be a disaster. Okay, so just I mean, if you want to have rallies and stuff like that in your communities, that's all good. But don't go into New York to protest, man. That's what they want. Okay. No, that's a, by the way, Robert, this. you are spot on. I actually think that that's mm. that is an important message because you're right. Don't feed into it um, because there right. will be uh, the folks who will try to rile up the crowd and create something. Uh, don't feed into it, uh, despite the anger and frustration that so many people do feel. Great points, Robert. Wonderful as always. When we come back, we're going to continue your calls. We got a couple of gals on deck. Eddie was mentioning that. A couple of them coming up. We'll be with you after the break. Guys and gals, 1-800-848-9222. The Rita Cosby Show. And by the way, my buddy Rich Lowry with the National Review, who's not always really a Trump fan, wrote in a new op-ed basically saying, quote, how much does a mugshot mean to you? To Alvin Bragg, it apparently means quite a lot, the beginning of his op-ed. And that seems to be the sentiment because this looks like it is all just so Alvin Bragg can say, oh, I'm the one who got Trump. And to be able to use that mugshot over and over and over again. Be careful what you wish for, Alvin Bragg, because there may be a lot on the Biden side that is going to get really ugly once that gets uncovered. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Jacqueline, line six. Jacqueline, your thoughts. 
Hi, Rita. You know, before I get to my point, I just want to comment. I understand both sides about being careful and weary about protesting, but we should not allow them to intimidate us to not exercise our right to free assembly, peaceful free assembly, and free speech. Point that I want to make is, as Jim Jordan stated, this is abuse of the DA's prosecutorial authority. And as Sal so accurately stated, Bragg should really be jailed for this abuse of his power. Regarding the surprise witness that they're uh, talking about, we saw how reliable that woman was during the discovery process before Justice Kavanaugh was appointed. And I think it's long overdue that these individuals who perjured themselves should be prosecuted and jailed, starting with Michael Cohen. Lastly, I implore your listening audience to pray for President Trump, his family, and our country, not because anything is going to come of this continuous witch hunt, but this is continuing to divide and destroy our country. And for Catholics, we are in the time of Lent. And I don't know if this is going to help, but I don't think it's going to hurt. We're supposed to pray for our enemies and that they have a change of heart. And should they continue with these attacks, I think they have just elected President Donald John Trump, the 47th president of the United States. And as far as... The you know, you know. by the way, Jacqueline, I agree with you on, um, on a lot of points. And I, I have no problem with protesting. I'm not someone who doesn't believe in peaceful protests. I, I actually, I support it. I think it's a great thing. It's America. And I think there's reason to be. I just fear, given some of the dynamics that we saw with January 6th, and still some of the open-ended questions about who was in the crowd and some of the things that we saw even on the Tucker Carlson tapes and all that stuff. It just makes you wonder, like, who's pulling the strings and who are they going to embed or what's going to happen? I mean, there's just, you know, you don't want to give them any fruit for fodder. That's the only reason. I just want everybody to be safe. That's the bottom line, no matter who they are or where they're coming from. I just want everybody to be safe. That's the thing. Um, what I also do think is if it can be peaceful and organized, 1,000% do it. It's America. It's our right. And I agree with you that I think this has helped Trump tremendously. I think this has 1,000% emboldened him and emboldened people to say this is not America. This is ridiculous. I think it's going to catapult him, uh, not just in the GOP primary. He was already the leading candidate. But I think it certainly really shows um, the ire of the Biden administration, not just Alvin Bragg, but this reflects on the whole Democratic Party in a big way, uh, 1,000 percent. Jacqueline, thank you. You are awesome. I really appreciate it. Uh, let's go to let's go to Jerry. Line two. Jerry, your thoughts. Yeah, hi, Rita. I think we're all taking our eye off the ball. Uh, there's too much distractions going on. Now, what we really need to be concerned with, number one, is the 2024 election process. So what we don't want to have happen again, and it doesn't matter if we kill off Biden, you know, figuratively by blooding him up figuratively again by the investigation going on, because they could just put Michelle Obama in or someone else. And what will happen is in Atlanta, in Philadelphia and in Michigan, in the middle of the night, they will lock the doors again. They won't care. They got away with it last time. They'll do it this time to defeat Trump. They're that radical. They'll lock the doors again and we will lose overnight when they drive those truckloads of fake votes in. So how do we get around that? Well, one thing is our congressmen are wasting their time right now. They should be calling in all the poll workers that worked in those cities. And we should have an investigation of what took place in 2020. That's what we really need. And then we need lawyers 
at every poll place. We need security for them at every poll place. And we need video video photographers there, too, to, to record everything and to immediately go to courts immediately when things are going wrong that night of the election. Yeah, listen, everybody needs to have confidence in the process. Uh, that is a, that's a fair point in terms of making sure that everybody feels safe. Everybody also feels that the votes are counted. Also, by the way, even uh, Trump said that this go round, early voting needs to happen, too. I mean, even working within the system, even though he doesn't agree with a lot of the latitude some of the ones are having, uh, he still feels like you need to, like, get out and vote. And also, like you said, oversight, too, because we got to feel good about the process. And you got to wonder, uh, with all this, what else will they try to pull? Jerry, thank you very, very much. Let's go to Joe uh, in Woodbridge, line four. Go ahead, Joe. How you doing? Good. What are your thoughts, Joe? Um, what are the chances of him getting convicted? And what happens if he gets convicted, if he gets tried? It's a misdemeanor. So, I mean... Well, listen, of- the chance of him getting actually convicted, I think, would be very slim. I mean, the, there's a big difference between once if it goes to trial, like you just said, I think it would 1,000% probably get thrown out. The point is, why should he get dragged through this? Why should anybody get dragged through it if it's not appropriate and fair justice? And it sure doesn't seem to be, Joe. I mean, this seems ridiculous. Marianne, I'll let you go real quick. Line eight. Marianne, your thoughts? Um, well, Frida, I would like to actually uh, congratulate Jacqueline. She's just right in the money. We should go and protest peacefully, but we should have done that many years ago. Actually, during the campaign in 2016, they started, we were supposed to start. And listen, I hear you, peaceful protests, but make sure they're peaceful. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network.